Spearhead has always been a gathering place, where everyone gathers on New Year's night and where Shopping Week, the week-long gala, is held in July. In earlier times, horses were taken to the fountain to drink. Now it is cars that circle the fountain. The RNLI building is here on the pierhead in the original customs house. The lifeboat started out in the Point of Ness in 1867. The first lifeboat, the Saltaire, was replaced by the Good Shepherd in 1891 and was moored in the harbour here. Mr. Tom Wishart of Ness House from Ness is the oldest surviving lifeboatman in Strumness. He's seen four of Strumness's five lifeboats for a period of 43 years as a member of the crew and as bowman and second coxswain. In all that time, how many lives did the lifeboat save? Well, 209 as far as it's on the record. What? Boats. Well, which was the first of these lifeboats that you knew? Well, the boat shepherd, a sail and pulling boat, with sails and oars, and the harder the wind blow, the better. <laughs> oh, she was a big, big, fine boat, a big 16 feet oars, and they were ballasted. There was a uh, lead in them, in the shafts, you see, to ballast them to make them easier to pull with. Fifteen oar crew. You needed them all to. Ten of them were five on each side. Was it necessary with those sailing boats to have more practice than they had with the motor lifeboats? Oh, time? yes, you had to be up to it all. You had to be up to everything. You didn't know where to put your hand on everything. On the ropes, and when the sails were up, you couldn't tie the rope, you just take a turn of the sheet, so that you could let it go in a hurry. There's two, one on each side, working the sheets. We never stopped at weather, because it was all in the day's work. Purpose-built lifeboat station was built further south in the town in 1902, and in 1926, on the same site, a new boathouse and slipway was created. This same building, with its red tin roof, is now used by Scapa Scoopa, a diving business. And it was there we used to dash down whenever the rockets went off. And the instinct is still strong in me, is whenever I hear them, to dash down here and see the boat yeah. going down the slip. That's a great miss, that. Oh yes, yeah. so it is. At uh, the time that I was young, uh, early teens, we were uh, enrolled as shore helpers in Long Hop for uh, launching and recovering of the lifeboat. And it was every young lad's dream down there at that time in about bands with brims was to become a, a crew member. I then came to Strumness as mechanic of the lifeboat here in 1972 and retired from there in 2003. Well, the boat that was in Strumness at the time that I joined was a Barnet-class wooden boat. Uh, we then went on to Aran type, which was a glass fibre boat, and then we received the Severn type in 1998 in the basin here at the, alongside the pier and we're hoping to get a pontoon between the pier and the boat which will make it a lot more accessible to the crew and for casualties. 
I've gone through my whole life involved with the lifeboats. It's a job that I always wanted all my life. Standing tall at the pier head is the Strumness Hotel. It was originally called Mackay's Hotel after its proprietor, John Mackay. Opened in 1902, it was modern and luxurious and was the first property to have electricity in the town. When John Mackay's cousin, Mary, arrived from Sutherland to work as a waitress at the hotel, it would change Orkney's literary history forever. Mary met and married Stromnessian John Brown and together they would have six children, one of whom was our famous author and poet, George Mackay Brown. During World War II, Orkney's population more than trebled with service men and women posted here. The Strumness Hotel became the Orkney and Shetland Defence Headquarters. I was stationed in Strumness working in an office in the Strumness Hotel and uh, I started a little newsletter for the services called the Orkney Blast and it circulated around the offices of the Strumness Hotel and eventually this newsletter fell into the hands of that Eric Linklater, the author writer, and he apparently took a fancy to it. He says, um, I'm picking out a newspaper for the forces and I wanted an editor. That's how I was engaged to pick out the first Orkney Blast. The Orkney Blast was the first forces newspaper of its kind. Editor Jerry Mayer married local girl Nora Hancocks and would go on to edit the Orcadian newspaper and make Strumness his home. The hotel has a rich history of entertainment. Gracie Fields once sang from the balcony to the troops below and nowadays the hotel supports the folk, blues and jazz festivals. Okay, now we need to walk up the street to the next stop. Go down the lane beside the Pirar Centre to hear all about the Hudson Bay Company. <laughs> 